<clears throat> and we're back um, live and direct and remote. And um, I don't know. It's going to be a good one today. I'm your host, Isaac Dubai. It's a P Before You Go show. And um, happy Emancipation Day, week, month. We're going to talk about it today. This episode is focused on kind of my experience being born Caribbean in Canada. We just finished another uh, Caravana weekend. It's been the first one in, I believe, three years. Um, personally, I didn't get a chance to make it down to the parade. Um, I'm not sure if you did. But uh, I was watching it on CP24, and it looks like it's uh, Caravan Idol. They got a stage and such and such. And I wish I was there because I think I missed out on a pretty good time. I did take in uh, a couple uh, shows, um, one inside the show, another outside, <laughs> due to the costly admission fees. But um, it's not going to be focused on Caravan. It's really... Today is talking about the Caribbean experience in Canada, more so Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Joining me today is a close uh, colleague of mine. Um, I'm going to call him Mowgli. Is that fair to say? Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Hello, hello. Tell us about yourself, Mowgli. Do you have, do you have a, a Caribbean experience in Canada? that you would like to highlight? First of all, Garb, I want to say um, happy to be here. And um, I enjoyed the professional atmosphere so far. Um, yeah, man. Um, Likewise. Thank I you. really wanted to come on the podcast because I've listened to your episodes. I think you discussed some important things. But um, I just felt the energy this weekend from Caravana coming back. It was, a, it was a raw energy it brought back to the city, and uh, that was undeniable. The weather, the gods, the whole thing came together very well. And, um, you know, I'm Western, I'm allowed to say this. It went very safely. Nobody got shot, as they say, right? Mm. Um, and it's hard to do in such a big open-air party and with multiple parties going on. Um, so I think, you know, it was, uh, I just felt the really positive energy and yeah, I was really proud of the community and yeah, I just want to come on and talk to you about that. It's exciting. I want to capture this moment. Um, you know, nice. you and I went to FET, you know, I went to Michael Montano, that FET was very, very different FETs, um, very different crowds. Anybody from Guyana, anybody <laughs> from Jamaica. Right. I think what you just established where people are from at the beginning of the party and we're like, all right, we're good. We're not right. asking this again. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was great. But I think though, you know, your CP24 coverage, just to get to that, um, those guys did a good job. I, I don't know that girl's name. I think she does the weather on CP24. She's Ooh, half uh, Guyanese, half Jamaican. Yeah, um, I, Patricia I Jackson. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's quite the last name. Um, yeah, no, it was cool. She was hype, man. She was like the younger generation. Yeah, the older guy. And um, yeah, 
Um, but they were really stretching out the floats. We, we need some better floats. To your point about uh, Carabana Idol coming across the stage, uh, I felt like, you know, uh, that's an opportunity. Right, right. And, um, yeah, I mean, from what I saw, I was watching early coverage, so I'm not sure, you know, if later on in the day it was a bit more of a vibe. Um, but, uh, you know, around 11 o'clock, there wasn't much people there. They showed some of the leaders of the city there. John Tory was there wearing red, which was which was pretty cool. Um, they had the mayor of Brampton there, and, and he had his child there. So, yeah, it seemed like a nice atmosphere. I wish I actually got down there to see it, but I think there's um, – there's a real big difference um, in the parade based on how I used to go to the parade as a teenager on, on Lakeshore. I think, you know, I can't remember. Um, I think the original parade was either King Street or University, um, one of those. Do you, do you remember the, those times in, in the 80s? Well, Caravan started 55 years ago. It's the 55th anniversary, and I think that's an important thing. I showed wow. depth in, in, in like our history. 55 yeah, years? It was 55 years. Yep. This carnival is 55 years old. My and it goodness. started exactly where you said, going up and down university, right? And then, uh, you know, um, but there was a guy that came on in CP24 that was part of the original Carabana board because Carabana, the board, took the name. They had to change the name and all this, you know, weird stuff that happened. But he said, look, this was founded by Trinidadian, Guyanese, Jamaican and that was the essential idea of, of what Caravan was supposed to be. And he was very adamant about this point. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if they really rotated that coverage, but yeah, he was very adamant about the fact like, look, we're passing this on, but it's about that. And, you know, I, for me, it's a big opportunity for the Toronto community now to get involved, you know, not just from the West Indian community, but other communities in right. Caravan, right? Because right. there's so many cultures here now. It's a multicultural city, right? And take right. the spirit of the carnival and evolve it to something else. Yes, you Soka is going to be, uh, uh, you know, a staple, but... I mean, uh, like yeah. to me, like to me, and you know what? I wasn't there, so I really, I don't, I don't have um, the best insight. But um, it seems more, uh, it's become kind of privatized and it's uh, an opportunity for um, a lot of, I guess, uh, small businesses and, you know, sponsors in the Caribbean community to work with one another to put on a pretty good show. And it seems to me now it's much more organized in, um, I guess, a, like, it's more of a presentation, whereas the caravana that I'm used to was like, you know, street party floats, you follow the float, you're on the sidelines on Lakeshore, um, walking, you know, up and down Lakeshore, trying out all the foods. It was like everybody, um, you know, together, just, you know, having having a big like street uh, festival, you know, similar to, I guess, a, a Brazilian carnival or, or whatever the case may be. But now it's, it's much more, I guess, uh, siloed and like, like, um, any any feedback on kind of like the new Carabana? Does it feel like it's a Toronto festival or is it more of a, a Caribbean thing now? Um, I'll say this, man. Change is, you know, unstoppable. It's yeah. always going to be change and evolution of things. Carabana, like when I first came here and, and experienced Carabana in Toronto, 
um, not living here, just going to it as a kid to what it is now is completely different to what it was when I was 25 to now that I'm in my forties right. is very different, you know, um, 100%. but it's changed. Like Carabana now is the OVO festival is layered on top of Carabana. Right. <sighs> and you have all these other parties all around it. Right. Um, but what I, I would like to see is more interest in the costumes similar to Brazil carnival. Right. And yes, you're right. Sponsorships. If you look at the main sponsorships right now, it's, it's basically grace foods and, um, and uh, Appleton Rum and a tequila company, right? That's really, there's no really? other big brands. I, I think so, yeah. There's no other big brands really investing and in sponsoring, you know, um, yeah, Carabana, right? Um, but this year, but you got to give like COVID was hard, right? They came back after two years. People had to make their costumes, get involved, like to build that up and not even know if it was going to happen. The pandemic, they, they, they could have stopped Carabana this year. You don't know, right? Yep. But the fact that those people still <laughs> built their costumes and did it is the spirit of the whole thing. So, Yeah, you know what? They, it, Carabana came back very strong. And the way I um, um, observed was that, you know, there was a, a huge, um, well, the Kez concert at Markham Fairgrounds. And then in uh, in Durham region in Ajax, um you know, they, they had a big setup similar uh, to the fairgrounds where they had a, a large stage and, and live uh, performers and some really good music. Uh, shout out to uh, the Enforcers. Um, they were playing some nice throwback, uh, you know, soca and such. And it, it was a nice vibe. I love the throwback soca, man. I'm all about throwback soca. Yes, I think, man. I think, I think people should start, new people should start singing old songs like Sparrow, Arrow songs. <laughs> they should just bring it back in their set. And just no, cover seriously, them, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, make them their own and and change them up. But those lyrics and those melodies. That's that's the Caribbean, man. It's like right. Obama Marley. Right. You want to hear it again, right? Not because he's dead. You can't sing the song. No, you're right. And um, I like the music nowadays. I think I think the music is is definitely um, breaking ground. And you know, even with uh, Afro beats, it's uh, you know bringing uh, more people together. And uh, and you know, if you're a fan of music, you're definitely um, going to learn about a new song or, or hear something that you've never heard before. And you're definitely, you know, get a groove to it and tap your feet to it, you know, so. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a fan of music. I'm a fan of music. And because I'm a fan of music and you brought this up, I, I will say this. Um, Kess versus Marshall Mantano. Okay. Okay. The Kess, the Kess show, which you, you were at with me. You, you went to both, right? Yes, I went to both. Yeah. The, the Kess show that we were at, it was Kess for three hours. Mm-hmm. And his band, a guy on bass, guitar, a guy in guitar, guitar, and a guy playing drums. They had a drum machine and a DJ, but it was mostly Kess for like a solid two hours. Yeah. Right? And um, I, I after like an hour and a half, I'm like, I've had enough Kess. I'm good to go. <laughs> so the other concert, though, is Marshall Montano. And like Ravi B and all these like other artists. Right. And um, so the beginning of the night, you know, there was like a DJ and, and like all these other people that came on. And because um, when we left, it ended at 12. Montana didn't come on until like 1230, dude. And they had like DJs playing in between and everything. But when he came on, um, his set was very different. He emceed on top of the DJ. He didn't have a live band like Kess. 
That's my point, mm-hmm. right? Which was really like he was like an MC on top of raps, almost lip syncing, you know. So the appreciation for live music, but he was good. He was good. He's a performer. I'm sure he can sing. Um, the one thing that was pretty cool, right at the beginning of the concert, he um, told everybody to put their phones down. Um, okay. And he mentioned and he mentioned this Indian guru that he's following. Um, yeah, and he just said, "Guys, just focus on me. Focus on the moment. Look at your friends. Hug your friends." Yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty cool moment. So, can you get into a little bit? I mean, it's kind of a um, it's a tough ask to to really detail, you know, an event like that. But what was Marshall talking about? Like, from what I understand, he gave a bit of a TED talk, or he, he gave a keynote. So, especially in regards to, uh, I believe it's Sad Guru because uh saguru yes yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, seeds, yeah. the seeds the seed guy yeah right right the soil the soil guy mm-hmm. exactly Sorry, so the soil so, guy, yeah. so was he promoting like soil and uh, like what, what was his message in, in that, in that it was really fast man it was a really fast message he mentioned him really quickly at the beginning of his set um as soon as he came on he just sort of said okay everybody take your phones down take your phones down put your <laughs> phones down let's just look at each other look at me look at me Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he said it a couple times. He mentioned Sadhguru really fast, okay. um, but he was pretty intent on people. I think his intentions were good. He just wanted people to like enjoy the party, you right. know, this generation, like like we did. We had right. no phones. Imagine we went to a party with no phones. I know, and there were and there was no pictures, and life was good. And, and you know what? And it was less things to carry in your pocket. Now, now when you go out, oh my man, god, jeez, like, dude, you know? Yeah, well, you know, my we we had friends that took around cameras. We had to get our hands on those pictures. But yeah, you had to take around a camera if you wanted to take picture. And yeah. you were a devoted guy, you know. If you were doing that, you were a good guy. But For today, sure. yeah, no. So he was about to take down the cameras. It was really fast. He didn't like. I, I don't. I don't think like it was a TED talk. I, I oh, thought okay, it was pretty okay, quick. Okay. He was making it, and then he just got the business, man. And it was good. But I, yeah, it was, yeah. He, he's he's a good MC. He MC'd on top of it, right? It was like a DJ experience. Nice. But um, he probably played like four parties that day. I think he was, you know, he was he was he was pretty parade. spent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pretty spent. Yeah, exactly. Pretty spent. And then um, uh, drink water and mind my business. I, I saw she was performing there. And that's that's a really big song this year, you know. That's that was pretty cool to see that. And then uh uh Ravi B and then Nisha B. What what was your uh, impressions of Nisha B? Um to be honest with you, when the great thing about Markham Fairgrounds, and this sounds like an ad for Markham Fairgrounds, it's not, but every time I've been there, it's been a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh the parking lot, we just hung out in the parking lot, you know, meeting people. Mm-hmm. having some beverages and things and um, a little, little parking lot painting yeah and it was we we listened to rally b from the parking lot oh okay um we didn't because it, it's it's very hot in there so dude, we didn't go in until after the sun came down and um i think yeah the the other girl came on before uh marshall yeah she was really good so pretty um, solid show so marshall he he closed down the show he was the last act he was the guy. Yeah. Nice. But he awesome. came in on 1230. He didn't end until 1.30. That's not bad. An hour set. You know, it was well worth the wait. Um, so you, yeah, went to, you went to both fets. So um, who's better, Michelle or uh, Kes, in your assessment? 
or who, or who, who would you, I guess, pay a hundred to see, to see, to see another show? Uh, man, they're equal. I, I would go to both of those parties again. They're just different kind of parties. Awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I think that's the right answer. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was a lot of bright your bright by bright your brights. Shout out to bright your brights. Bright your bright. All right. What what's bright your bright? Do you want to you want to expand on bright your bright? No, not uh, this okay. one. Okay. I'm, I'm no no no. It's fine. Um, glad you brought it up actually. So. One of her friends introduced me to like uh, ARD on YouTube. Oh no, no, sorry, guy. sorry, no, I'm 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 gonna kill that right now. Uh, there's a policy on people before you go show. We don't talk about um, other podcasts on here. So it's a YouTube uh, show. It's a YouTube show. Yeah. Okay. All right. But anyways, so like, okay, I, I watched that guy person. I had a show on Guyana. It's very well done. Um, okay. And he's marketing Guyana. He goes to very like unique spots, things like that. And, um, but he's in, there's other YouTubers now from Guyana coming out with different shows. So he's sort of, you know, like been a role model in a way and, and sort of showed you, Hey, here's what's possible. You can do it too. So these kids started the show called Bright to Bright. Okay. Which in, in Guyana means smart to, how smart to smart by, right? Okay. Basically, right? Bright right. to Bright. And, uh, he gives money out to people and he asks them like, right, like where, is Georgetown located as Equibble, Burbisa, Demerara? Oh, okay. So he's one of those like um, social media guys at festivals. Yeah, he's a YouTuber, yeah. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. Nice. He lives in Guyana and he's created the show. Nice. Yeah. It's hilarious. So I, I think that's going to be, you know, hopefully a very big artistic movement for Guyana and showcase, you know, the beauty of the people of Guyana and, and their capabilities. Yeah. No, I think that's, uh, I'm seeing more and more actually. I mean, the quality of, um, I guess, Guyanese-focused, uh, I guess, content or you know, posts and, and information is um, is kind of is. I like the quality, and it's definitely creating opportunities for for media um, in a place like Guyana. So, you know, as long as they have uh, some good latency there and uh, good bandwidth and uh, no no blackouts, you know, or brownouts, then. Uh, it can definitely go a long way, right? So I just kind of want to touch on, on, on something though. Um, back to like, uh, you know, being Caribbean in Canada and, you know, I, I was born in Canada. So I guess I'm Canadian first, but I was raised uh, in the Caribbean culture. And I've noticed that now a lot of my peers in this day and age, I guess, you know, we're Generation X, so we're 35 to 45 years old or 40 to 50 years old. And it seems that people my age or my peers have kind of lost interest in in Caravana, you know? Like everyone who I asked if they were going to Caravana, who I went to Caravana with, you know, the answers range from, hell no or no exclamation uh points where you know i don't i don't associate myself with those things or i guess it's like um what i'm trying to make is is that it's something that we grew up with that we look forward to um every year it's you know it's kind of the caribbean new year but nowadays i think uh, a lot of people who used to you know 
planned for days for this festival have completely lost interest in it. But not the buy. You know, they, you know, I guess for your for my entertainment dollars, you'd rather spend it on a Kez show or a Marshall show, which is kind of the right thing to do. But I think the parade now is for the younger generation to kind of experience what the previous generation has experienced. And I think uh, it's a testament that it was uh, quote unquote peaceful and organized. And um, I wish it was down there. And I kind of wish that someone who was there was on this call today, but uh, here to comments on that. Do you have any feedback? Yeah. Um, basically, what I'm not as fat and I have my six pack back, I'm definitely going to be back in the parade for sure. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so playing mass. So, so oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm right. getting a band, like headset, uh, headgear, the whole deal. I'm down. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I just got to like apples, four <laughs> apples a day for about two months. You know what? Did you see? Did That's you, all like, wait, excuse me. When you were watching the parade, did you see any, any floats? Were there any trucks down there? Nothing, man. It was dry, bro. Okay. So I was with my mom watching this on CB24 Saturday going, oh my God, I wish I was there. And my grandmother was there too. And so we, my mom's like, um, there was a lot of ass. There was a lot of bikini ass. Okay, and well, uh, uh, the CB24 editing guys had a hard time cutting away from ass to ass. They cut from this ass and you go to another ass. And they're like, oh, <laughs> this is a bigger ass. <laughs> and um, I'm not mm. sexist. I'm just saying that's what it was. Go look at the tape, people. Mm. And... Um, and then, you know, so I said, my mom, no, this, they're like, yeah, these people are winding down. It's what less. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go on YouTube and find the Brazilian carnival. Look at the Brazilian carnival. Oh my God. I, I, everybody should go look at what carnival is like in Brazil on YouTube compared to the, the caravana people crossing the stage. Like you said, Car caravana idol. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, Garb. It's like a massive say stadium. These mm -hmm. floats are like, blows your mind like elon musk designed these floats like tron shit flying around <laughs> crazy yes yeah, so, um, so, so a float is, so is we have a far way to go is what i'm trying to say but you know it's the heartbeat of toronto it's the heartbeat going back to it all it doesn't matter who's going or whatever we just got to keep the heartbeat going my mm. uncle and her aunts went this week that never go they all went together and i was like oh that's amazing uh i went out with you guys like a bunch you know it was I, it's just changing and morphing, but the essence of what it is and what it means to this city on this weekend is celebrated um, and, and is still, you know, an important part of the city. It's an important right. weekend. Yeah. So it doesn't matter is what yeah. I'm trying to say. I mean, I agree. I think you, I think you make a good point, but um, so, okay. So back to the float thing. So a float is actually a truck, right? Yes. Oh, truck okay. and speakers. All right, so you so the, that's crazy. I, I need to get confirmation if there were floats this year or if there were, there were no, no floats. No, but our floats are just trucks. But in Brazil, the floats are like a truck under like oh right, 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 right. Yeah, so floats. Yeah, but is ours, like, they, they just got no shame. There's like there's a truck, and there are some people dancing behind it. Well, there's nothing Sponsor wrong. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think I think yeah, there's, uh, wrong there's nothing wrong, wrong, wrong with that, that at all. Yeah, yeah, that's hardcore good. Yeah, totally awesome. Um, yes. So, all right, so moving on. And uh, kudos to everyone who, who uh, contributed and planned and supported uh, Caravana. Um, 
what kind of sucks is that um, it's kind of just focused on one weekend. But actually, here, here's a follow-up question. Since Emancipation Day was Monday and the the long like the holiday um is called it's a, a civic day right on on the monday it's, it's a civic holiday that's right yep. yeah yeah so what does that mean it's sponsored by honda or like like what's the shit never thought of that but yeah. that isn't good yeah that's you should pitch that the honda civic yeah, day all right. Honda's on sale exactly off. red uh, tag yeah red tag days yeah exactly um okay so we got to get more clarification on uh, what civic day is um i think it's just a holiday it's not it's not canada-wide today right like i don't think it's a holiday in uh alberta and quebec no it's definitely not a holiday in quebec it's, it's, it's not a national holiday it's provincial it's not like yeah it's not like canada day yeah exactly okay okay awesome um speaking of emancipation day did you see uh um uh, Prime Minister Trudeau's uh, statement regarding uh, Emancipation Day. Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, so he was really talking about. Um, he's like, you know, we're sorry, but we're not sorry, and you no, know, it still kind of exists today. And um, I guess he was like, uh, his message was to be mindful of what Emancipation Day is really all about. And um, it happened back in 18 something, something, right? Like 18. No, no, no. it happened in like uh, Emancipation Day. Yeah. Then it happened in 1676 or something. A long time ago. Yeah, it wasn't in the 18th century, but anyways. It was in the yes. 16th, 16th century? When, basically, it's when slavery got abolished in the Commonwealth. And, right, um, right. I don't think it was the 18th century, but I could be wrong. This is why you need Google right now. Yeah, um, this is why we need a producer for the show. So Exactly. But, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's whenever the Indians and Asians came over to uh, the West Indies is, is right after slavery got abolished. And I think that happened in, like, 1820s, 1810s Probably. is when that started to happen. In the 1830s, right? Shout out, yeah, sh- yeah. Shout out to, shout out to uh, the documentary 1838. Um, it's a pretty good watch, you know. You, met, you remember that one, 1838? That was produced with Guyana Dollars, yes. Oh, nice, movie. yes. Was it Guyana Dollars <laughs> or, 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 or uh, carbon, carbon Credits, you know? Um, Stab Brooks is what it's called. Stab Bucks. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That's, it was like, that was yeah. Name, no, Straw Penny. It's like a Straw Penny, yeah. Um, you know, back to the saying is like, um, you know, I was born here, raised uh, Caribbean, and now that I'm older, I'm more um, focused or I feel more Canadian as opposed to Caribbean. And you know, this is just me, and I'm trying to trying to figure out why that is. Maybe it's because I'm more mature now. Realize, um, you know, fets and I'm not sure. Do you, do, you, do you kind of get where I'm going with this, or no? I do. Well, first of all, it's very brave of you to say that 
because that's not a very popular view, I think, within our community and other communities. I actually ran into um, people that are Canadian, white Canadian today, and mm-hmm. boom, because I thought I had an idea of what we were going to talk with patriotism. Mm-hmm. And um, I asked them, you know, would you fight for Canada? This guy mm-hmm. was English. He wasn't born here, but he's English, Scottish descendant, said no. This girl, a second generation Canadian, said no. She said really? she'd fight for England and not Canada. Really? Yeah. And I was surprised. Yeah, I was very surprised because I think, you know, um, a lot of Indians, immigrants, you know, like first generation, like our cousins, um, all, you know, are like you. They, they're Canadian, mm. right? Um, but I, 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 I don't know what their opinion is on, you know, would you fight if you got enlisted in the army before you're 25? Mm-hmm. Would you have to go? And that's that's I think in a way though it's you know not to be communist or dictatorship. Nobody freak out. Mm-hmm. But in Israel, in Israel, you have to fight in the army, and it's a democratic country. But they're big on protection, um, and you know they're a community. And that's a very you know the best example of a country together culturally and in one. Um, and I think here that's missing a bit right now. Um, and so that's why it's so nice to hear you say you feel more Canadian than Guyanese. That's for me, that's, that's, that's great. Well, I, I mean, I am Canadian. I'm not, I'm not Guyanese. I didn't, I, I wasn't um, born in Guyana or like went through, um, what my parents went through in Guyana, you know, Guyana in, in, our, you know, our parents, um, day and age was, you know, similar to present day, uh, Russia and Ukraine, which was, which is, Wow, to even imagine what that may have been like, um, you know, to flee to another country. And um, so, yeah, so I'm happy that I'm born here. You know, I'm, I'm glad that I was raised here. You know, it's, um, you know, it's cool. It's cool growing up in Canada, especially if you're entrepreneurial or, you know, business minded and um, you enjoy sports and, you know, you like meeting new people and, you know, um, it's awesome. You know, it's, it's a great experience, but how long does the, the bright side of the experience last, you know, cause now it's very difficult to stand on guard for thee for some people, because there's a lot of, um, you know, new social, um, uh, justice out there and people are, are more like woke or aware of uh, of the history um, of the continent that uh, you know we, we live and thrive in right um, the uh, the residential schools uh, the eradication of, of native people um, even the the education so you know uh, JD Rockefeller right so this guy created um, I guess the first ever um, um, board of education, right? In New York? Yeah, in New York or, or wherever, right? Maybe maybe this is an American thing. And um, his whole thing, and he invested like, you know, 1.7 million or billion or whatever whatever the figure is, there's a large figure um, in, the, in the, the, the creation of contents and the type of education that... Um, young children were, were uh, privy to. And I'm not sure if this is a direct quote from him, 
But from what I understand, he was like, I, I want to raise workers. I don't want to raise thinkers. And that's some, I mean, that's a serious power move, right? You know, you create a board of education, you fund it, and then you create um, the curriculum to support your corporate interests as, you know, as worker bees um, and not as thinkers and or uh, and or new leaders or even uh, competitors. So I'm just trying to like um, connect, connect the dots or the lines. I'm not sure if uh, the Canadian uh, education system was built in the same uh, in the same way, but yeah, you know, I, I went to school here, right? Like, I went to public school. Like history, yeah. we like we learned history. We learned Canadian history. How yeah. how, how is that going to help us get a job? Well, um, what, what so is, I'll just jump is, in. I'll ju- yeah, jump in. I, 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 I'm uh, uh, no, no, I, I get you. I get you. No, the thing is, I think you know, really what we're talking about is change and, um, uh, you know, and our personal experiences. Um, I, you're saying my experience is, is being born in Canada and I feel Canadian. Um, I've been to Guyana, you've been to Guyana, um, you know, and you, you, you know, the differences you've traveled mm-hmm. and you're like, I come back and Canada is my home. I love the outdoors of Canada. Like, I think it's, you know, it's fantastic. I, I love democracy, all of these things. Um, but uh, change is inevitable, man. It's going to happen. You just want to steer the change in the right way. And it's through education, obviously. But, you know, the education we had, we wanted to, we wanted to find out about a black hole. We had to go to the library, get a library card, borrow a book, look uh, and, and like, find it, make sure it's not out, like, check it out, go home, read it, put it back yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like a whole three-week process. Mm-hmm. Find out one piece of information. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, like, seven years old. You have YouTube that can show you pictures of the James Webb telescope looking out, you know, six billion light years from in, in the past. Um. Uh, everything you want to learn as a child is, is there at, at your fingertips, even as an adult. So, um, yeah, for me, it's really about, you know, how do you embrace change and how do you create those good guardrails? And Canada's a fantastic place. And I think, you know, it's been focusing on mental health and things like that, which are important. Um, so, you know, like Marshall Montana said, man, put your phone down. Put your phone down. But in, in the same aspect, you know, you got to pick your phone up to, to, to get the information, you know? Yeah, you got to know when to put it down. Know when to put it up. One, one song coming out. One, se- one second. I'm just going to pause for a second. 